This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. I'm Russell Murphy. I'm professor of law at Suffolk University Law School in my 30th year of teaching here at Suffolk. The book that I've written is entitled Voices of the Death Penalty Debate, A Citizen's Guide to Capital Punishment, and it came out in May of 2010. The origins of this book go all the way back to October of 1998 when the sister of a very close friend of mine was murdered by her husband. Her name was Jill Russell Cahill. I am a close friend of her brother, David Russell, and became aware of her murder back in 98. The real event that triggered the book occurred in 2004 and 2005, when the New York Court of Appeals, the highest court in the state of New York, invalidated the New York death penalty statute. The murderer of Jill Russell Cahill had been sentenced to death. His death sentence had been overturned. And in this subsequent case, People v. Lavalley, the entire death penalty statute for the state of New York was invalidated. Because of that, the New York Assembly and three committees of the New York Assembly issued a call for hearings on whether or not the death penalty should be reinstated in the state of New York. They put out a series of questions and they invited experts ordinary citizens, academics, anyone with an interest in this subject to testify at public hearings on this question, should the death penalty be restored in the state of New York. The response to the call for hearings was so exceptional that the hearings themselves lasted five full days from December of 2004 through the end of January 2005. I was a witness at those hearings accompanying the sister of Jill Russell Cahill at the invitation of her local state senator and assemblyman. The result of the hearings was a transcript of approximately four to 5,000 pages, capturing the testimony of these witnesses from all over the world on this question, should there be a death penalty in New York? What I decided to do, given the power of these hearings, given my participation in it and my personal familiarity with it as an informal advisor to the Russell family, and hoping to make something positive out of the hearings beyond the decision on the legislation, I decided to write this book, Voices of the Death Penalty Debate. And what I decided to do was to capture all of the arguments, both for the death penalty and against the death penalty, that had been presented at these hearings and do so using the words of the witnesses themselves. And that's how the term Voices of the Death Penalty Debate came about. I structured the book then around all major issues that we talk about in criminal law and in criminal procedure that relate to capital punishment. And that includes how do we justify capital punishment? What theoretical justifications do we give? What is the cost involved financially and otherwise? What problems are there with prosecutorial discretion and jury functioning? Race and mental illness are tremendous problems that arise in capital punishment discussions. And I think what people care about and are impacted by more than anything else is the possibility of executing an innocent person. Therefore, took all these major issues and then extracted the testimony on both sides of those issues and presented them in the book 
preceding that testimony, I presented a chapter on facts and figures. How many states have the death penalty? How much does it cost? What is the international perspective on capital punishment? I also provided a chapter setting forth constitutional principles under the Eighth Amendment of the Constitution. The Supreme Court of the United States has very carefully limited the constitutionality of the Eighth Amendment to only a narrow range of killings, which involve, as the court has said, the worst of the worst killers. With facts and figures, the constitutional principles, and the structure of these major issues, I then wrote a narrative to help explain what the witnesses were doing, who they were, how their testimony fit in the larger picture of death penalty analysis, and that's what the book has done. Because of who I am, and because I teach a course in international human rights and the death penalty, and because I had had leading up to the book a good deal of exposure to the arguments for and against, I think what is striking and unique is the detail of witness testimony. I can give you some examples of some of the people who testified. Barry Sheck, who many would know from the OJ trial, the Innocence Projects in New York, one of the premier researchers on the impact of DNA evidence and exonerating defendants. He was a witness. Scott Turow, the author of Presumed Innocent and Innocent, he testified against reinstating the death penalty. The son of Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, his name is Robert Mirapol, he testified on how the execution by the federal government of his parents affected him as a young child. There was testimony, very powerful and emotional testimony, from a number of exonerated death row inmates, three of them in particular, who talked about what it was like to be on death row as an innocent person, and they described in great detail how their exonerations came about. These witnesses projected a voice which I found to be unique, and which I thought made it possible in a balanced and neutral way to put all the arguments out there and to say to the reader of the book, here's the major pro and con arguments and you can think about them and you can ultimately reach a decision yourself. And it's in that sense, as citizen's education, that I chose A Citizen's Guide to Capital Punishment as the theme for the book and as the title for the book. It is public education. I take no personal position in the book. It is not an advocacy book. It is an attempt to present as carefully and neutrally as possible these major arguments and say to the reader, go ahead, make a judgment yourself. The book is available online at both Amazon.com, at Borders.com, BarnesandNoble.com. It's here in the Suffolk University Law School bookstore. The publisher is Vandeplas Publishing. They are based in Florida. I would recommend if someone is interested in reading the book that they pick it up online or come by here at the law school, visit the law school and the bookstore and pick up a copy. It's been an important exercise relating back to teaching here at the law school. My upper class courses, including the course on international human rights and the death penalty, had a lot to do with making this book possible. It now allows me to bring the book back into the classroom and use it as a vehicle for our students to examine the question of capital punishment and to do it in a comprehensive way. Those students contributed both directly and indirectly, including my research assistant, in getting this book completed. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.